to another special episode today of Who's Got Next Game. Uh, with me in the same room for the first time ever is good old Tyler Belter and Charles Jameson. How are we doing today, guys? Dude, this is so sick being in the same room and actually recording. Like, it's 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 a different dynamic. I feel like it's going to be a very different episode than the other ones. Yeah, I already hate it. Wow. Okay, <laughs> screw you. So, I Charles, you. How do you, Charles, how do you feel about it? Uh, it's definitely more interesting. I feel like we're more in touch. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, I mean, we're kind of, we're to give everyone context, we're kind of all just sitting in like separate corners. Mm. One for kind of like recording purposes and te- technological purposes. But also, I don't, I don't want to be touching you guys. Like that, that's weird. When we lived together, Connor, you wouldn't keep your hands off of me. Well, that's different. Okay. All right. Anyway, <laughs> Connor, what are we talking about today? Uh, today, um, rather than talk about just like a genre as a whole, we decided to talk about a specific game series. Talking about the Popeye games. <laughs> the Popeye the two Popeye games. games that came out on the NES in hey, like 1980. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've, we're going to be di- digging deep on Popeye. <laughs> two Popeye games. <laughs> no, Connor, what are we doing? No, uh, if you can see from the episode title, we are going to be talking about Pokemon. You uh, got to catch them all. Gotta catch them all. Catch them all. Which play the theme song? No, I'm kidding. You can't <laughs> copyright, copyright issues, yeah. but it's fine. But I feel like there should be that, like you know, gotta catch them. Like the what was that thing in the TV show that they used to do? Like gotta catch them all. Poke like you know. Do you know from the Pokemon like TV like back in the day? Ty, there's many things from Pokemon that you could be referred to. So like in the old episodes, like in the very first season of Pokemon. Like, yeah. there were these, like, oh, who's that Pokemon? Yes, okay, I, that's yeah. where I thought you were yeah. going, but you were just thinking of the theme Wait, song. put it in the episode, <laughs> yes. if you can. If not, I'll just look stupid, it's fine. Yeah. Anyway, so we're talking about Pokemon, and for one, I think it's the best-selling franchise of all time, if I'm not mistaken, as of right now. More than Mario? I See, that's what I was just about to say, Charles. Because the Mario Brothers movies, yeah, but, like, I think... No, not because the Mario Brothers movie is out. I'm saying, I'm saying that's why it could be more because the Mario Brothers movie has been out. Anyway. Dog, what? Okay, anyway. <laughs> Continue on. We're talking about the games. I think Mario has had more games. That's just why. That's true. More. Yeah. That's what I think. I think mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely one of the best-selling franchises and like probably the mo- one of the most marketable franchises too. I think it's one of the most universal franchises as well. I that's think, it. I thought I saw... I thought I thought I thought I saw something about it being like the most successful franchise like ever or something like that. I could be wrong. But again, I, I just remember hearing something about Pokemon and it being like one of the highest selling franchises of all time. I, yeah, definitely highest selling. Def- I, 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 I can agree with you there. I love I got to say, it though, I love Pokemon. I love Pokemon as a whole. Absolutely. And I mean, tr- me and Ty here. Uh, definitely no Pokemon, but Charles, you're you're kind of we we've discussed this uh, off, off. Charles of the is recordings. in like the gray area. I'm in the gray area. Yeah, I mean, I definitely didn't play or have anything to do with Pokemon growing up. It wasn't until I was probably an adult where I started to understand the fundamentals and like the differences between typing, like yeah, like the different types of mm. of um. Oh, animals are they animals are they characters monsters 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 yeah 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 Yeah. different types of monsters and who they attack best against Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but also i got more in depth in like the evs and the ivs so like more in the competitive scene 
like kind of as competitive Pokemon. Yes, yeah, as, as usual. And in competitive Pokemon, like competitive Pokemon is really cool too. Like I, I've watched competitive Pokemon stuff, mm-hmm. and it's it's super interesting to see how people build their teams and do that kind of stuff. But like back in the day, doing that stuff, like I remember as a kid, like I thought I had a good team. Like, you know, when you have the team, you're like, yeah, my team could be ears. And like, you would sit on the playground and like talk to each yeah. other about it. Yeah. My, my team, <laughs> my team was my level 75 Charizard and then what? Oh, and then the legendary and then whatever the hell. What else? So like, you I basically built- ran two Pokemon and a bunch of punch bags. Is <laughs> what he ran. three so- if I caught like one of the legendary birds. So Connor's going with the glass cannon strat. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You, um, pick, you pick Charizard. Everybody picks Charizard. No. Everyone no. does. You know it. Well, I don't. Yeah, for, no, for I did. Characters? Yeah. For we're talking first for, gen. For, yeah, so first generation. So first yeah. generation, like, most people pick Charizard because who doesn't want a dragon? Well, that and it had dual typing and, like, Ivysaur didn't have good move sets in the beginning. It didn't have, like, Frenzy Plant. And only y'all, had, know, like, y'all know me. Y'all know me. I'm Team Green. You know, gotta go with Bulbasaur from from Gen One. Well, Bulbasaur is great, but I mean, Squirtle, Squirtle wasn't Blastoise Squirtle. again. Well, Squirtle didn't have the great move set either. Like he was I, the I best. Like he, he was the best against the first gym you go to, though. Well, yeah, the Rock type. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was always Rock type for I think in every like most like the most. first four or five generations. I think maybe four generations. It was always Rock type was the first. At least from the generations we've played, but yeah, I I like. Firstly, I mean, Connor, you grew up playing it. Charles, you've just kind of more been on the outside and you know of the franchise. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I, I also watched like a little bit of the TV show here and there mm-hmm. when I wasn't at my parents' house, when I was at a friend's house. Did you ever I watch think. playthroughs like of, of like mm-hmm. of nope. a game? No. See, okay. I want to ask. I don't, so I don't like, know the differences between like Gen 1, Gen 2, current Gen. Mm-hmm. I don't know any of those. I don't really. I've never played like a Ruby or a Diamond. I don't know the oh. differences between all that. Oh. Yeah, I would love to. Yeah. So this this is going to be a big. And hundreds of hours this is this is Charles' course. education episode. He's going to learn <laughs> a lot of information in a very short amount of time. Yeah. And you guys listening can learn with me yep. if you're in the same boat. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, people are going to be like, yeah, people, I, I want to ask Charles, so like, what about like the trading cards? Did you ever like e- even get interested or were you like a Yu-Gi-Oh person? I got more into Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay. Uh, I, cards that I did. Listen, looking at Charles, I would have immediately thought Yu-Gi-Oh. But see, I like Yu-Gi-Oh too. I, I really, that's the one I actually I do like played. Yu-Gi-Oh. I that's do. the one I played. I, I just, never played Pokemon. Yeah. I just collected them. I, so, I had gotten into Yu-Gi-Oh more just because of the TV show. There was more yes. strategy behind it. And I it. think that's why people yeah. got into Pokemon, too, mm-hmm. because I think the TV show kicked off. And then when they made the games, it just took off even yeah. more. And I, I think for, like, I mean, talking about the trading card games and stuff, like, my cousins were all into the trading card games, like, mm-hmm. actually playing it. I didn't play it that much. I really just liked the designs of the cards. Like, I, I thought, like, this card looks cool. Yeah, these cards look really cool. The refractors look cool. And, like, I was collecting baseball cards. So when, like, you know, when Pokemon cards come out, I'm like, this is a no-brainer. I should be mm-hmm. buying Pokemon cards. Well, and, like, now those, some of them go for so much money. If 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 anyone listening <clears throat> kept their Pokemon cards. The old Pokemon. The not, old Pokemon. Not like, and you kept them in yeah, really like, good condition with the sleeves and stuff. Mostly it's first generation is what's yeah. valuable. Well, it's those, it's those booster packs and mm-hmm. definitely during the pandemic like all i saw were people buying pokemon cards by the bunches and mm-hmm. opening by them the on streams yeah. and stuff yeah that's yeah it's something like that mm-hmm. 
I like what are your first memories of Pokemon, Connor? So the first memories of Pokemon uh was actually watching and it was the Pokemon Forever movie with Celebi and Suicune. Oh, uh, that's a good movie. I actually really like that Pokemon movie. It's it's a really like sad one and like deep one. The thing about Pokemon movies and stuff is like sometimes they're like really they pull sad. your heartstrings. Exactly. They pull your heartstrings. Because um the only Pokemon movie I remember was the one about Mewtwo and Mew. Oh, so the first one. Yeah. Mewtwo Strikes Back. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think something like that. And I remember I remember watching that. I'm like, man, this is it really gets you. Like Watching it as an adult is very different versus watching it. For, as a kid, I was just all about the action scene. I didn't listen to anything that they were saying. But then when I re-watched it as an adult, I'm like, wow, there's a lot of emotion happening here. Well, and like, I, there's this famous like quote from YouTube that just comes out of nowhere and is like really philosophical about yeah. like the meaning of like creation and human existence and things like that. And you're just like, this hey, is this- a show for kids. <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> This is a show for kids. Um, so when when did you get your first game? My first game, oh my gosh, it's whenever Leaf Green and Fire Red came out. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that was like 2003 or 2004. It's when I had my Game Boy SP. Yeah, we all had we all had a Game Boy at one point. Charles, you had one, right? Oh yeah, yeah. You just didn't get into into Pokemon just because because you were playing other games on your Game Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Versus just like. I mean, did you have friends who were playing it and you just kind of were like, yeah, I'm oh, yeah. Interested. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I definitely had, like, I was around it. It's just, I was never, I don't want to say never allowed, but it just never had peaked interest, I guess. It kind of both. Maybe which, mix of both. which surprises me, like, being the, the, just knowing you as a gamer that you have that kind of competitive side, I feel like Pokemon would have been your hand in hand game. But, Again, it doesn't it doesn't reach out to everybody. Like there oh, are people no. there are people who like I mean, universally speaking, I think everybody knows who Pikachu is. You could show probably a hundred people a picture of Pikachu and maybe five of them would not know. Pikachu. I I would even be like I, I would like three? I, mm, yeah, maybe three. And I'm talking like people like old people with dementia. I'm not talking like my mom and dad. I'm saying, I'm saying over like just uh, if we were to just grab a hundred people from all over the world, all different ages, all that kind of stuff. I would say ninety percent would know, at least ninety percent, maybe more. But again, it, it's it's something for me um, that like it's it's so well known, and people really enjoy it, and the games just made it. I I think made the franchise better. Yeah, the games, the well, and it, it crossed multiple platforms. Yeah. It was a show, it was a trading card, and it was a video game. Charles, how much of the shows did you watch? Episodes, if that. Like just the first season of it? Or did you watch any, do you know, like what seasons you might have watched? <laughs> just just what it was, it like whatever was on TV at the time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it, so it was like sporadic episodes here and there. Yeah. Maybe bits and because there are people who have watched like every single season of Pokemon. No, nah, that couldn't I mean, do that. I mean, I know like the Rocket Gang, Jesse, and mm. yeah, and Ash. Like I know the characters. Yeah, and, like Pikachu and stuff like that. Mm. So yeah, and I'm like the same way. Like I, I think the only full season of Pokemon I watched was the first season. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, I really didn't. I kind of watched it on and off, but I was more playing the game than I was, you know. 
actually watching the shows. Yeah. Because the games, to me, I was more entertained by the game itself. Oh, yeah. To me, the, the, the games are what, what, what actually made it. I mean, just going through, like, I, I, that's what I've loved about it. Like, the remakes and all that, like, bringing back childhood stuff. Like, for me, because my first one was Leaf Green, mm. like... That one was a remake of the original green, red, and I think yellow, right? Yes. And red, it was red, blue, yellow, and green. Because there's Pokemon Red, there's Pokemon Blue, so it had Charizard and um, Blastoise. Yeah. And then yellow had Pikachu. Yellow had Pikachu. Pikachu. Yes. So th- those were perfect because, you know, it was before our time. I mean, I think it came out in 1996, 97. So, like, I, I wasn't born at the very beginning. You guys were you know, little babies. So Connor's the baby of the group. I am the baby of the group. I'm the youngest. 1996. Yes. Yeah, I think you guys are both 96. We're both 96. 97. Yeah. Um, Charles, you're the old man of the group, right? Yep. I'm the middle child. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it was just nice that they did a remake of, of that. And that's the first one I ever played. And mm-hmm. then right after is when uh, Sapphire, Ruby, and Emerald came out. So those were like the ones that actually came out when I was, you know, cognizant and actually playing. So Charles, just to give you context, Generation 1 came out on the original, like, Game Boy, Game Boy Color. Okay. So that's Pokemon Yellow, Red, Blue, and Green. Mm -hmm. Green, I think, was only in Japan. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely not, we did not get that. And then, so after that, they when the Game Boy Advance came out, they basically just re-released the game. And just kind of upscaled everything and made everything look really nice. And and they've been doing that ever since, too. That's what I really like, too. It's pretty much... I almost compare it to, like, how sports games just update their rosters. It's like they just put a new roster out and basically have the same formula of the game with different Pokemon, with different abilities that, like... Okay. So, after each generation. So, Generation 1 would be the one... Would be your Pokemon, (laughs) like, uh, Leaf Green, Fire Red, and your... Red, yellow, green, and blue. Mm-hmm. Um, generation two, I think generation two is where it really caught fire. Yeah. And then when the DS came out, it just exploded. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Generation two, because it had both the Johto region and the Kanto region, which was really nice because you could go back and forth. It added 100 new Pokemon. And then it had, uh, yeah, that was silver uh, and gold and then crystal. And yeah. then... That and it's if you could you could also track Pokemon throughout all generations. Carl's just giving up this look like what are you talking about? <laughs> he's he's like, I'm not following this. Anyway. I also just turned my headset on too. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right, Charles. I see how it is. You know, you don't want to be a part of it. It's cool. Oh uh, uh, no, but I mean I I remember it, I think it was like middle school when they were coming out with like Sapphire and Ruby and I think no middle school would have been that would have been the DS yeah so it would have been it would have been like late elementary school would have been like fourth grade maybe I don't know. I, I had my. I remember, I remember having my Game Boy in fourth grade, and I got in trouble because it got taken away. Bob's in class. Yeah. Pokemon. <laughs> well, I remember like being in middle school, being in high school, and um, and my friends be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go wait in line for the next Pokemon." Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Well, while you do that, I'm gonna go wait in line for the next Call of Duty." So. Yeah, and every, yeah, everybody has their own. Yeah. Again, everybody has their own game preferences. Well, yeah. and and the thing about Pokemon is like I I stopped playing after Black and White, so that's Generation Five. Those were the last games that I like really played. I stopped playing before that. I stopped playing after Diamond and Pearl. Really? 
No, Heart Gold Soul Center. Okay. Not Diamond Pro. Heart Gold Soul Silver was oh. the last time I played. And then I went from Heart Gold and Soul Silver all the way to the one that came out on the Nintendo Switch, which was Pokemon Sword and Shield. Jeez. A traditional Pokemon game. Yeah. Not that I didn't play. There are other Pokemon games that are more of like story driven, I would say. Almost like uh what am I saying? In a sense, RPGs? yeah, because you're playing as a character and you're given pre-selected stuff. Oh. So it's not bad. Like, I I believe that Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness and Pokemon Coliseum both were on the GameCube. Both were phenomenal Pokemon games with great stories. And it introduced what are called Shadow Pokemon, which are basically, I forget, was it Team Aqua? Was it the name or something? I just know it's corrupted Pokemon. Yeah, they're basically Pokemon that were made to be more powerful but they're corrupted so it's basically like the pokemon have turned evil so um but basically in those games you could actually catch other people's pokemon which was a concept unheard of at the time without using like you know action replays or something like that (laughs) to catch other people's pokemon oh action replays um but i remember i mean i probably spent the most time playing the gamecube versions i did play like the the game boy ones and i did spend a lot of time and i actually completed um leaf green 100 percent. yeah i 100 percented leaf green by filling the pokedex you know and doing everything in the game that i possibly could i could never find the flute to move snorlax so i got stuck on that and I was a little baby brain bitch boy, so I could not figure it out for the life of me. We will make you that t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't find the flute for Snorlax. <laughs> Literally, I couldn't. Like, it, it, I kept on going onto the ship in Cerulean City. And I was just like, well, this is it. This is, all this is the end of the game. <laughs> Absolutely. I couldn't figure it out for the freaking life of me. I feel like it was, like, from what I understand about Pokemon, it was much more difficult in the earlier games because yeah. there wasn't like like if you wanted to like learn about advantages and stuff that you had to buy like a book or something which i strategy started to so that's with like, any that's with any game i mean strategy guides were the way to get more information on games because well, yeah. like well, online is kind of early. you can you can watch playthroughs you can you you have anything, there's online discussion forums specific monsters there's discord like, yeah, yeah yeah like back in the day when it wasn't like you would have to go word of mouth. Yeah. You'd be like, hey, I'm really looking for uh this Mewtwo. Where can I find this Mew like Absolutely. Yes. That and, and that's what I kinda liked like about it too. It what was the talking, the strategy uh it's like I, I got the strategy guys for uh And Gen you still four. couldn't find no, 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 the Gen four and Gen five. I did okay. not Get the strategy guide for Leaf Green. You should have gotten the strategy guide for Leaf Green. Yeah. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well and it's and like like <laughs> When when Pokemon Go kind of so I'm gonna tend to change, like do a little yeah little change, change, change the subject uh, change the subject so, on us yeah so we move up a little bit and I then. played that when it had, first really came out oh, which one in a beta um, you played the beta mm-hmm. no what it wait, the beta for what Pokemon Go Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Go okay Time okay my brain my brain just like I was like we're still on console games and then so, we're like change gears I'm like okay so we're moving up to a yeah, different console changing but. gears. <laughs> Okay, I had I had played beta. My, my me and my friend group had played beta um, when it had just been released mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I know we had played it over the summer, and so you only had like so many. Like there wasn't. I don't play it nowadays. I haven't played it in years. Um, but it, they didn't have like the uh, what do you call them, Connor? Uh, 
like the the big tournament areas uh, battles. battles there's no battle yeah, yeah we didn't have those and it, it almost like made me think like oh this must have been like back in the day when original pokemon like trying to find specific characters yeah i i would, in I would say that the beta was kind of it was dry i i was yeah. done in like two weeks i was like i've yeah i because you couldn't battle people in general but yeah. like in in the in the older games there were tons of people you could battle yeah. like when i 100 completed leaf green mm-hmm. i battled every single person that i could possibly battle mm-hmm. i went through they have like in some of the older games they have like a battle station where mm-hmm. you can go and you just keep progressing through battles and you see how far you can get the the, the, the battle towers battle towers so like so like Pokemon, whether it's old generations or current generations or even like Pokemon Go, is there like pink slips? Like when you battle someone, do you get pink slips for their monsters or whatever? Or- Charles, that's that's the greatest idea I've ever heard. That's actually a really good idea. <laughs> Yo, you've got a hundred uh level one hundred eighty two? Uh I'm gonna yoink that from you real quick. Yeah. Well, I mean that would be crazy. I, that like that's just me like thinking like I've I like that would be something that I think would draw people in that I think that'd be a little bit more interesting. It's like a bed, like, like, like a betting system almost. Like you're you're putting up Pokemon against each other and it's like, all right, you have to pick one. Like yeah. I'm, like, well, I'm not I'm putting up Pidgeys. That's all idea, I'm idea a Pokemon movie, but it's fast and furious, but instead of racing cars, you're you're battling, yeah, battling and Pokemon. and if you, you put it up. Yeah. That'd be an interesting movie. I'd have the rock star in it, just because I want to see the rock around Pokemon. And Vin Diesel could be like, I don't got friends. I've got a trailer. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah. why do why do I imagine Vin Diesel and Charizard going hand in hand? Like that just makes well, he, he, he would definitely pick Charizard mm. first. Well, he'd probably fight it, especially now in the the Fast and Furious movies where they're battling tanks with cars and uh escaping from submarines on ice in cars mm. i mean but like going back to pokemon go um the beta i didn't play the beta I, yeah no, i played i played it on release july 6 2016 what a memorable day for you well so because connor how much do you play pokemon go i mean we've discussed this before but the fact that I've this is an intervention is this a low-key intervention yeah <laughs> it is a intervention Hold up. We don't we don't need to talk about how much Connor has gone through in Pokemon Go. Connor, you have an iPhone, right? I do have an iPhone. I think it tells you how long you spend playing apps. Pull it out. Your phone. We need to know. Pull it out. It it's not gonna be a lot recently. I I, I will tell but you. But it tells right you now. over like isn't it like over time just like how much you've used it? On no, average. no, no. It's oh it's on average. Okay, so your average is way down. But at one point That's it was Oh yeah. It, it was a while. Well, and like whenever I do, because oh no, don't keep keep going. Don't I'm okay, don't you put your phone down? We need to know. Settings. Go to screen time. <laughs> Thank you, Charles. Uh, screen time for this week. Uh, see all activity. And then you can Pokemon Go. Hour twenty minutes. Okay, so hour twenty minutes. But at one at one point, I mean, it was probably way more than that. Absolutely. I mean, we would. What go would you What would you say night. though? Like screen time wise. Were you like one of the guys that like walk around with like like a a battery pack like constantly hooked up to your phone like you can't run out of batteries? We both were. Was <laughs> one of those guys. I I still kind of am. You one are of those one of those guys. I still am. Yeah. So like I I do the they're called community days. So like every month they'll like have a shiny Pokemon that you do 
there's, also a kind of there's a Pokemon they release, and there's better odds to find them in their color variant. Yeah, those are called shinies. Uh, but so I, I do have a battery pack for that because. But I also have it for because I've gone to events. So like, let's just take for example when I went to Vegas in February of this past year, I went there for the Hoenn tour. Mm. I was out hunting for ten hours. You gotta have battery packs for that. Yeah. And if you guys think that I'm serious about this. There are people who are way more serious. No, I've seen people with like Have you seen the picture of the dude with like 20, phones. 20 phones yeah. on his bike? Yeah. That's a little excessive. A like, little, you're calling that a little excessive? 20 phones on a bike? That's, that's a, a problem. That's the epitome of like an addiction. <laughs> Unless that's Connor, Connor's just trying to shake off. Like, yeah, it's not bad. What if we're uncovering like a I did 10 hours in one day. He's, he, that's how he works. He's collecting shinies and he sells them off. Because apparently you can trade now, right? Mm. You can trade. You can trade Chinese. Tell me there's not a black market for Pokemon Go. Oh, there is. There's people who sell accounts online. Yeah, they basically... So there are account boosters who essentially they... Basically, I would think that they probably pay their way through to get the account as far as they can get it with an X amount of shinies. So Yeah. Well, so the thing is, I mean, you've got... Don't buy the accounts. Don't be that person. Yeah, please don't. Don't do not do that. Do it on your own. Like, for me, like... And the thing I love about the game is everyone takes it at their own pace. But going back to 2016, like, I will agree. I, I stopped playing the game maybe after, like, three months, like, as hard as I did the first three months. As everyone It was rough. I think the other thing that was hard, too, um, when I started playing Pokemon, was that I didn't have access to internet outside of my house. We were on one of those limited data plans where, like, you could only oh, yeah. use well, that's a certain amount of data, and then you were shut off from the data, or they would charge you like seventy dollars for another gig of data. And it's well, like this is not this is not talking about like phones, but like back even like seven years ago, people used to have a certain amount of data. Now the norm is to have. Unlimited. unlimited same with like texting and calls but that's normal you have a similar uh, you can, a number you can of work off your phone's hotspot now a exactly exactly which is mind-blowing mm -hmm. so it's, it's just it pokemon go is 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 a great i i'm but i like you were saying in the beginning there was no trading there was no battling it was literally just a catch and explore is there um any Microtransactions? Connor, are yeah, there? there is, Connor, are there yes, any there microtransactions? Yes, there is. Um, I was asking like earnestly, like I, I have no idea. So, um, so to get the legendaries and like certain Pokemon, you have to raid. So raiding is essentially you go to a location. There's a timer to battle a Pokemon. You battle. It's at it's at a gym. So the gyms are these large towers, and then there's a timer that's above it with an egg. And then, depending on how many stars are on it, is if it's a legendary or like a regular Pokemon. So five is normally a legendary. So you can't just straight up buy. No, you can't buy. You can't buy Pokemon unless you're buying somebody's account. Yeah. Or if somebody's like, "Hey, I'll sell you," right. but like, you can't this. straight up buy like Charizard, nope. or no, like mm -hmm. uh, shinies or whatever. Nope. Well, oh, well, but you buy the raid passes to battle and for the opportunity to get the shinies. Okay. And if you put more money into the game, the better odds you have of getting those shinies. Okay. So yeah, but we're not going to talk about how much you put into the game. No, because it's a problem. It was. It was. I'm actually free to play now because if we're going to talk about Pokemon Go. Do you have a free to play account? Well, I have only one account. 
So it's it's his account that formerly, no, formerly was. I, I used to put a, a decent chunk in hard reboot, reset everything. No, no, no. So he's not paying for things anymore. He I'm previously. So your account is paid to play. It was. It will always be paid to play. Unless, I, like, I'm under the, 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 I'm under the assumption that if you're free to play, your, that account or whatever is free to play, you start free to play. As oh. soon as you spend any money, you're, you're. I have a, te- I have a technicality question for you. Okay. Okay. What if somebody bought something for you on your account? For example, my sister has a gift for, I think it was like my birthday. As soon as you deposit any funds on your account to boost it in any way, that's pay to play. Okay, so you're you're saying, so even if somebody bought me like as a gift. Exactly. So as soon as you get an advantage by paying for something, whether you pay for it or someone else pays for it, as soon as you get an advantage in that game with monetary value that you otherwise wouldn't be able to get free, that's paid. There are some things that you can't, you can't get through the game naturally. Yeah. There's yeah, stuff so that there actually is. Have so to, I, like skins or something? No, so pass. Yes. So, well, yeah, some skins that you can... You can pay for the you can pay for their current you can pay for their currency to buy skins and like different poses for your characters and stuff in a sense. But the other thing that you can pay for are raid passes. So you get I think it's what two free ones every day. So no 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 you get a free one every day. It's it's just a single pass and then the other ones you can get through the poker. So there is a system to gain coins. It's not great. Um, you you can get fifty coins a day, but like there's passes that cost a hundred dollars. Or a hundred pokey coins, and then there's the remote ones with blood so you do it not at the actual location. For it used to be the same price because of the pandemic, but recently, and people have gotten all up in arms on Twitter and stuff recently, uh, for 195 coins now. So, but what I was going to say is, like, I am now free to play as an. I don't put money into the game except for uh, like events. I will. Pay for the to, So in the game, you have to pay to get into the events to activate the sequence and to activate. So that's like and all. I feel like that's a gray area of like you're paying to get into the event to be able to do what other people are able to do as well. Because like I haven't paid to go to go to an event. I haven't done that before. Connor has, but I do it as well because I have actually made friends through the game. Uh, but back in the pandemic, uh, I, I joined a Discord for uh, a guy who, you know, makes content for the game. And, you know, I've met him through that. And that's all, all the friends. Yeah, uh, Milo, he might be listening, he might not. Uh, his name's Poco Milo UK. He also has another podcast where they talk about just the game. Yeah. Like, and he has his own YouTube channel. Uh, but, uh, I mean, just Pokemon Go, I just think, helps bring more people in who are unfamiliar. My sister, no familiarity with Pokemon whatsoever. She did not like the Game Boy game. She did not like anything about Pokemon. Pokemon Go came out. She's all about Well, when it originally came out, it was like, it's the thing that's going to bring all the kids outside again. Well, like, my sister was, my sister was, my sister was in college. Like, she wasn't a kid. She, like, never expressed interest in Pokemon ever. And then all of a sudden... Pokemon Go came out, and it was like the whole thing for her. Oh, and I gave him crap for it, too. Well, I, like, I kind of like your sister, Tyler. I hadn't 
played. Yeah, you had no reference. Had, that had nothing to do with Pokemon prior to really Pokemon Go. Really. Mm. And then Pokemon Go came out and everyone's playing it. They're like, Jones, we should get I'll try it out. I well, and I was playing it. I was enjoying it. I re- I enjoyed it until maybe a month in. I was like, this is dry. Yeah. It needs updates. Absolutely. Well, and it has a lot of updates. Now. Oh, yeah. No, it, it's like it's a different game than what it was. Yeah. But I was going to talk about like people getting into it. My travel, the, the group that I've traveled with and played with, consults of a woman in her late 50s, a man in his uh, mid 40s. Uh, a, couple a couple other people, people in their like mid 40s, late 30s, and then uh, I'm the youngest. I'm the youngest in our travel group at 25. Like, it, what I loved about it is it brought so many people of just different backgrounds and ages, yeah, and ethnicities, race, gender. All I think, I think the other, I think the other part of it too, like, it brings. Like, like there are a lot of families that do it because their kids get involved in it and the parents start doing it and the parents they either get super into it or they're like this is something to do with them and i'm just gonna kind of do whatever and great like i i think it's good but the overall pokemon franchise like i haven't played the newest one that came out on the switch but i've played the generation before yeah yeah going back to the more so these are the more traditional pokemon games so the one Sword and Shield came out and a lot of people were like, oh, I hate the graphics. It's this, it's that. The visuals are terrible. Like the Switch isn't very powerful. No. So their 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 whole thing, like I like I see why people are so, you know, that way about it. Right. Like because, you know, PC graphics are amazing. The PlayStation 5 graphics, that's what they're right. you know, a lot of those consoles are geared towards it where Nintendo is more just like we want people to play family games and be able to just oh, enjoy yeah. like these like first generation consoles Xbox and PlayStation. They have, all have, have processors that are supposed to handle like these gigabit like three or four gigabit like games like solo player games and like these massive mm. online shooters like they're supposed to be able to process be able to process all this like required like, yeah process so i mean it, it's yeah and like you said it the 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 switch it definitely has that aspect where it's like it can handle these maybe not so great graphic games but it'll definitely do its job and even then like people make claims with you know there's a whole thing about you know games not being complete on release and that kind of stuff and like i i understand well, no game is it, but that's why you have updates. And stuff like that. No game yeah. is perfect on release. Well, I mean, what did what did they do? What did they do before? Like before that, before the era of being able to send an update online to consoles, you didn't get that. You were, like you, that was the game was like yeah, like that's how like speedruns coexist. Like mm-hmm. like you like you find like people find glitches in your games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. like well, even in modern games, it happens too. But like yeah, the bottom the bottom line is like. I played Sword and Shield and I thoroughly enjoyed playing through Sword and Shield because they changed the dynamic of how the game is. So like, yeah. you know how in Pokemon Go, like you actually see what's on the screen. Yeah. In older generation games, it was just wild. It was random. It was Literally, like, it was throwing a slot machine. It's yeah, like, yeah. Well, you, well, you would go through the grass and then it would be like, we might need we might need to cut that out because that was so good it might be copyright stricken. I I could do all all those different the music cues and stuff. Yeah. Do you know like 
Do you remember all this like battle stuff? Like you know what like the trainers would say before they like went into battle together? Oh yeah, yeah there would be there would be like, like some hey, funny ones. My ponies are really saddle. Or like yeah. my, my bug Pokemon are gonna sweep you away. Yeah. Or it's like some old dude and he's he's just sitting there and he's like, Oh, the beach is just such a lovely sight. It's just like it goes right into it. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. 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 And just like random stuff like that. But like I really like that about the new games that it actually feels like an immersive environment of seeing it on the screen rather than just going through talk. Even though I will say like for nostalgia purposes, I love that. Yeah. But there is still that element in the game though. So there are places where the grass shakes and you can go there and it's a random encounter. Okay. So there is that. And I think it's a great feature. Mm-hmm. Going into, I haven't played these games, but I've watched enough playthroughs. So Pokemon Arceus went in a completely different direction. Yeah. It became the first kind of open world Pokemon game. So it basically took the structure of Pokemon and made it like, you can go to any of these places at any point in the yeah. game. It's all open and available. It's how you decide to take it on. Right. So you could run into these high level Pokemon and like, if you got low level Pokemon, you're screwed. Like you decided to go out there. So, and then with the newest one that came out, Violet and Scarlet, people love that game. From what I've I've heard positive reviews about it for the the most part. I would say the what is it called? Terrestrializing. Where no, I'm saying I'm saying like I'm trying to remember, but I think it's rough. So. But basically what you can do is you can add a typing to your Pokemon in a battle. What? Yeah, it's insane. So my buddy, who I actually did an interview with, um, Tobin, uh, short-tempered on YouTube, he does okay. all Pokemon content. So he does, he did Sword and Shield while I was out, but he does now Violet and Scarlet stuff. So they do like random battles and like, oh, you know, you know, you pick your starters, but they're all randomly generated Pokemon, but you only know their weights. So now you have to pick that based on you know what their weights are <laughs> so it's like if you and i were playing then the pokemon would be on your screen you tell me the weights of all three pokemon i pick one of those pokemon you tell me what it is and i have to use that pokemon in the battle okay cool. it's really cool so if you guys get a chance to go check out short tempered go check out their content it's super cool i also did an interview with them on geek freaks uh interviews we sat down we talked about pokemon super fun but the terrestrializing, going back to that, is you add a typing to your Pokemon. That's so crazy. So it's like you could essentially take a uh, Charizard. It's fire, fire flying, right? Yeah, yeah fire flying. And you could add ground. That, that, so, so, so does it replace the typing? Or no, is it? it's just a third typing. So, so like, you could make, I'm just trying to think of like what would be the most like unbreakable. So a dragon. Fairy, and like that's if there's a dragon fairy typing. Oh, there, there is. Uh, Mega Altar is. Hmm. But I don't think they have Mega Mega Evolution like Pokemon. Well, yeah, yeah, because because they've they've there's only a limited amount of Pokemon in in those games. But terrestrializing basically allows way more strategy in competitive Absolutely. Pokemon, which is totally insane. Like you could add, so like for a Squirtle or or no, not Squirtle, Blastoise. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You could add electric to a Blastoise. Electric? Yeah. 
that'd be a good typing. But what it does is instead of super effective moves, now they're just effective. So it basically allows you to kind of play defense as well as offense. So you could use it offensively. And if you stack typings, it doubles the power of, I think, the attack. I think. I'm not sure because I haven't mm. fully seen how it works. Well, I, like, let's say you have a flying type, you add ground onto it. Well, now electric types are going to be not effective against you. That's so, a good. That's, that's a good idea. idea. That's, that's why I've also liked to sometimes with Pokemon. They've kind of missed with some stuff like Z moves and Gen Seven didn't really. Have I that much. I think that Gen Seven. I wish I would have played it because I don't have much of an opinion about the whole Z moves thing. But I do like the Mega Evolution. Yeah, I like the Mega Evolution. I think the Z moves was just. Kind well, of it's, just, it's just like a one-shot move that like does some damage. It's it's not really that great. And then they added uh, Gigantamaxing after that in Gen 8. Yeah, that would have been Sword and Shield. So. And then Gen 9 is now Terrastalize? What the? What's that word? Terrastalizing. Terrastalizing, okay. So basically, the animation of it is actually really cool. So it's like a crystal on their head. Okay. And it like has like a symbol for each of the typings. So like it's a battle axe for steel type. It's water spouting out for water. Okay. It's a flame for fire. You know, like there's it's really cool animation. Man, I need to get the game. I need to get Scarlet Violet. <laughs> well I actually saw it at one of the stores out here. They had the double pack mm -hmm. and I almost bought it. I was like, man, but I'm not gonna play both games. I'm only gonna play one. Like gotcha. But Charles, I mean, would you would you go back and play an old game? Like, would you go back and play any of the other Pokemon? Like, just to experience... Oh, yeah. Like, just experience at least one of them? If you were, like, would you do the older generations, or would you try to play a modern one? Because mo modern would be 3DS on to me. I, I would think... At least to me, I think it's 3DS on. It's, it's gen... I would say probably six on. Where it was what? Six. There's eight generations. No, there's nine now. Nine. You got you got to go by monthly. So for me, it would be yeah, three. Yes, it would be Gen Palace region, which added Mega Evolutions. For me, Gen Five is and below has just the same sort of structure and sort of deal. Gen Six for me really started adding the moves. Begin, Charles. Yeah. Um. I mean, I. I would feel like it would be easier to catch on to older generations to get a fundamental understanding first. And I then, agree. Um, just from an outsider looking in, the first generations, like, you may have seen, like, oh, well, your starting character is going to be Blastoise or or uh, Char Char Charizard um, or uh, Pikachu. Yeah. 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 Well, your starter would be Bulbasaur, Squirtle, or... Charming. Well, wasn't it one of like, couldn't you also get Pikachu? That's in yellow. That's, That's in yellow. exclusively in Pokemon Yellow. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like I said, I wouldn't know. But like, <laughs> I feel like that would just be, I feel like going back and playing those older generations would be more appealing to at least me in my generation. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. But like, older generations may appeal more to you know, kids or whatever. I would honestly say, like, the perfect starting one is. If, if you, you want, want to do a remake, hard gold and soul silver because you play in both the Johto and Kanto regions, and it has the mixture. Because in Johto, they only added a hundred new Pokemon, it, and that's evolutions on top of it. But it had a lot of uh, Gen One though. So. Yeah, I would say Emerald. You think so? You think I would go a little bit older because Cohen, just because it's so simplistic. Like well, yeah, but but the thing about Heart Gold and Soul Silver is just a remake of Silver and Gold. 
Yeah. But I think just like, if you're starting out, like the Game Boy was so simple. Yeah, it's just such a simple, like, straightforward. It's there's no, you know, BSing anything. Yeah. You you know the path. You know what you need to do. If you're paying attention enough to realize where things are in the game, then you'll get through it pretty quickly. If you're not trying to 100% the game and catch all of the Pokemon, then it's going to be a pretty quick playthrough. Like you'll get your team, you'll get it all set up. Yeah. And from there, you'll be able to... Because what I did at first, when I 100%ed Leaf Green, my first goal was just to get to the end of the game. Because then I don't have to worry about making story progression. So once all the story stuff was done, became Pokemon champion, I went back with my team. And I think what I did, I got a... Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was... Sorry, Siri. Anyway. Uh, Rookie mistake. We're, we're 13 episodes deep. Yeah, we are. And you guys are the rookies too. You guys are you guys are in your first season. Yeah, but has our series gone off yet? Well, not yet. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm trying to deflect. I see how. Yeah, I am actually. Thanks. Um, no, but just like I didn't get to play Emerald. And I was really sad about that as a kid because I really wanted to play those games. Like I didn't play Ruby or Sapphire or Emerald because at the time, the way that my game purchases were structured when I was a kid, I got you know money for doing chores and that kind of thing. Like I wasn't just given money. It was like, once you've done chores, if you want extra money, you got to do more. Yep. But the only other way that I could do, you know, get more games was by selling stuff I had. If I bought into the game store yeah. and sold it, I'd be able to go and buy new games. Or I'm hoping for like a birthday or Christmas. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I was like, well, I'm trying to beat Leaf Green 100%. And the new game was coming out. I could have easily sold my game and gotten the new one. But I was like, I'm so far into the Leaf Green. I don't want to sell it because I want to complete it. At least complete one Pokemon game 100%. And it was the first one I ever had. Yeah, but when I played through Emerald and just played through to the end, like Emerald's a great game. The graphics are really great. The storyline's really fun. The starters, I think, are some of my favorite starters in in that yeah. generation. Definitely. Um, I mean, nothing's gonna be Gen One for me, but it, it's a very close, very close. I mean, other than that, I mean, I mean, Pokemon Diamond, I would probably say, would be my next for starters. See, I, I was about to say for me, just because of nostalgia purposes and what like i actually played through and beat it was gen 4 for me it yes. was the Sinnoh region it was i mean Piddleup was my favorite that's what i chose all the time and polion was my favorite uh to use uh me char do you do you have any like do you know any pokemon like off the top of your head like do you know any names like of pokemon because i know you said you've already said Charizard. no yeah, I mean the 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 go tos like like Charizard, Pikachu, Mio, Mio Die. What's his name? Which one? The Mio, Meow, the cow. Yeah, the cat. Yeah, Meow. You were there, like you knew which one you were talking. Yeah, yeah. I like Mowgli though. Yeah, Pokemon Company. You could use that one. No, I mean, I mean. Like, if you were to be like, who's that Pokemon? I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. I could throw a guess out there and be like, yeah, he looks like a rock guy. I don't know. Yeah. Like, 
I wouldn't be able to put a name to my it. Sisters can't, like, my sister can't put a name to any of the Pokemon besides like, Pikachu. Other than that, she calls them by what they look like. I don't know. She, after she's gotten better. I'll admit, I'll, she's got better. But like, even playing Pokemon Go, she doesn't even call them by the real thing. It's like... Come on, you play the game now. Like, at least respect the I mean, game. Yeah, like, it, like I remember, like, some of the, like, what they look like and stuff like that. Where, like, yeah. You're like, familiar with some, like, Magneto or whatever his name was. Like, and, like, Mag yeah, so I remember, like, Magneto. like Magneto. Magneto's a villain. <laughs> I say Magneto. Oh. Either way. I mean, the only, like, experience that I've had with Pokemon is, like, a, it's... It's called Pokemon Reborn. It's a... So, I pulled it up here. The website is PokemonReborn.com, for those of you listening. The premise of it is that Pokemon Reborn is an emerald-styled, downloadable game featuring all content through Generation 7. Experience a never-before-seen layer of strategy with all original field effects using the train to outplay and overwhelm your opponents. Collect train and battle with all 108. 807 Pokemon available mm -hmm. in-game, take on gym leaders, 18 types, stuff like that. So it features all 21 starter starters. Okay. Um, all Pokemon through eight, Generation 7 can be found. Original terrain system, over 100 potential hours of playtime. There's 18 gems, massive detailed worlds, yeah. music, customized shinies, stuff so like that. So the layout, was it like a traditional Pokemon game? Or okay, okay. It's basically so it's a fan-made game. Yeah, yeah. It's a fan-made game online, yeah, for people to go in and play, and it's like, hey, if you missed one of the games, how about you play all seven generations, and you play the game how you want to? The thing about this game, though, that specifically intrigued me was that the way my friend explained to it is that it has perfect IVs and EVs. Okay. So your okay. opponents, your opponents, when you first start and you go to your first gym, your opponents have all six monsters and they're all perfect IVs it's, and it's EVs. Pokemon Hard Harvest, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So I started off playing that when I was in college. Which honestly, I think is a good way, like, it, oh, yeah. because yeah. you're a competitive person, that's, that's gonna drive you. Yeah, yeah that's how I probably put 100 hours into that game. Okay, so you're aware. Oh, yeah. You just don't know the Pokemon names, but you're familiar with how the Pokemon works. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was very, very difficult, mm -hmm. um, but it, it was very fun, very encapsulating. I remember the, my first shiny that I caught, it was super cool. What was it? What was it? Uh, I think it was a Meowth, actually. <laughs> Okay. That was barely even a shiny. Too. Yeah, that's that was like off color. What was your? Do you remember your first shiny? So I never got one in games, but if we're talking, uh, it would probably be Pokemon Go. It was a Swablu, which was one of the first ones uh, released. It was like one of the first two. First one released in Pokemon Go was Magikarp, and then it was when Gen Three was released. Like I hunted for a Swablu. So technically, if we're going based off of like all games, I never got one in game because my goal in Pokemon was always to just beat the game and get the legendaries. That's what I was all about. I was the guy that in Pokemon Diamond, I would start the game and I would save at a point before you pick your Pokemon. Then you would pick your Pokemon and then yeah. you'd pull it out, see if it was shiny. Okay, so you were- I was shiny hunting a start. I was about to say- So I shiny hunted for Chimchar. Because I'm a, I love pink monkeys is one of my favorite animals. Pink little monkey. Yep. And I wanted the pink monkey, and I finally got it. I think I had like 
700 resets before I got it. That's the thing. Pokemon Go is very like forgiving. It's easy to get shiny. It's forgiving to shiny. Yeah. Even in modern games, it's pretty forgiving to shiny. But in the old ones, I know that like it's one in like Dude, like. A thou like a thousand the worst possible way to shiny hunt, and I think it's a form of human torture. If you wanted somebody to be tortured in a Pokemon game, do you remember the Safari Zone? Yeah. Shiny hunting in the Safari Zone is like taking a toothpick, putting it between your toenail, and kicking a wall. Like, ouch. Oh, God. Why'd you put that in people's minds? Because that's how bad it is. You don't get a Pokemon. You don't get to, like, give it a status ailment. You don't get to use Arena Trap to keep it from running away. You have to be mindful of if you give it food, it's more likely to stay, but it's more difficult to catch. If you throw a rock at it, it's going to be pissed off at you, but it has higher chance of running away, but easier chance of getting caught. Yeah. And I remember watching a it was some YouTube channel, and it was this guy who was shiny hunting a Natu in the okay. safari zone. Yeah. And I remember he, it was something like he was, he spent like five days or six days or something just continuously going back to the safari zone and going back to that spot, going back to the safari zone, going back to that spot. And then he eventually like saved in one of the spots so that every time he went into the grass, it was the same Pokemon. Okay. And I remember watching his reaction and he actually caught it. So he got it one time and then he caught it and like that Pokemon in the Safari Ball, like that is such a rare Oh yeah. Like that's that's anything in the Safari Zone that's shiny is so rare to see, let alone catch. Yeah. But like it's just crazy. But like I don't know. I, at least for me, like Charles, Charles that, that game, game you were talking about online, like that's that's, that's a great way for somebody in your mindset and the way that you like to play games. That's a perfect game for you because you're Absolutely. learning full strategy of the game. Yeah. And you're going to be at a way higher advantage than anybody who just plays normal. Mm. Yep. Because you're understanding the game at a deeper level versus yeah. traditional players. Versus me trying to... <laughs> Don't go to Charizard! <laughs> Alrighty, so me, me and Napoleon, we're, we're heading straight through. And I would only have Pokemon for the HMs because you needed those to get through the game. Mm. So I would have, like, you know, obviously Bidoof, the HM god. Bidoof is a legend. Because it learns strength, surf... Uh, rock climb. I love the dude. And mm. what? What's the other one? Maybe uh, cut. It could learn all those. Mm -hmm. I just, I just like. And then you need a bird Pokemon. I like, I like the doof. I like the fun Pokemon. He's just, oh, yeah. he's just a fun Pokemon. Again, he's the HM God because you could literally teach it anything and it would be able to do it. I, I literally named four of the HMs. All you need is fly, and that. Is just a bird type, so you get Star Raptor if you're doing Gen Four. If you're doing Gen One, it's my one of my least favorite Pokemon though is Rattata. I hate Rattata. Oh, Rattata is the worst one. No. Well, I, I think people would argue that Zubat's the worst because no. when you're in the cave, when you're in the cave, oh yeah, but you just fire repel and the shot, and you just like the the, the art of 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 Rattata. Like I mean, it's made to look like a rat, but it also looks like it's trying to stop you from walking. Like, he has yeah, this, like, look of, like, if you move, you're going to die. And I'm like, why are you looking at me like that? This looks skittish and, like, I want to kick it. Mm -hmm. yeah. But 
Anyway, um, I just kind of want to dive in. I mean, Charles, you'll be able to probably mention one or two in our, you know, our normal top three kind of thing. Um, I'm just saying, like, at least from what you know, I mean, we, we probably gauge what you have, but, like, just of the Pokemon games that you've either seen or played, you know, if you don't have three, that's fine. Yeah. But Connor, Connor you, I mean, Connor and I can go on a field day about this. But. Yeah. What are we doing? Are we doing top three games, top three games. starters, top games. three Pokemon? Okay. Games. All right. I'll, st- I'll start. Serve. And so my number three would be probably Diamond. Diamond, Diamond would be my number three. I love Diamond. Diamond's well, I, I didn't play Diamond. Diamond's, Diamond's a great game. Like Diamond and Coral, they're both great games. Um, Platinum as well. So, they're all great games. Uh, I like the underground where you could mine and actually get fossils. I yeah, really cool. I loved it. the underground was such a weird like. I think old, I think the overall like the playthrough of like meeting Professor Rowan and like mm-hmm. you know like introducing Lucas and uh, if you were the girl you were Dawn. I don't remember the boy's name. I don't remember what it was, but anyway. There was, there was just a, just a lot, lot to love, love about that generation. Yeah. It has one of my favorite Chimchar. It's one of my favorite yep. Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, Infernape is one of my favorite evolutions. Um, yeah, but it's just, I think it's a great game. I think it's really fun. Um, you, it was a great way for you to play online with people as well. You could battle yeah. through the the Wi-Fi on the Nintendo DS. I was about to say it was the first one on DS, so it really opened the. Opened the you didn't have those connecting cables because I never had those connecting cables, so I never like traded or battled with anyone before the DS. Yeah, yeah, that was the cool thing, like being able to trade Pokemon absolutely like, without having to worry about setup. Like you could just go in, go trade, and do that. yes. Charles, about you. What's, what would you say? Because I know you played, so mainly it was the online one, but you haven't yeah. touched any other. Pokemon. Nope. So nope. You can just talk about that main game. Yeah. Like that. I mean that. I mean. Remind me again. Reborn. Pokemon, Pokemon Reborn. 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 I think you guys really would like it. I mean, I, I would love. To, I would love to try it out. Um, I even just started opening it, and I mean, I had the very first version. Yeah. Two thousand sixteen. Jeez. So it came out right around Pokemon Go. Yeah, yeah, so that's seven years ago. Yeah. yeah right there's there's another February 2016. There's another one I think it's called first version. I think it's called Pokemon MMO, where you can actually play with people online, but it's that like style generation. Okay. And you can like come up to people and be like, hey, this person wants to battle you. Would you like to battle them? I like that. That's pretty free. I think that would be cool. That's the dream. It's like uh, open world, like go around to every single region. But that's essentially what Sword and Shield and all that yeah. stuff is. But like with, with the older the generation generation. graphics would be cool. But they but do they have it. it. I think it's called it's like Pokemon like, MMO or something. There's a whole world of Pokemon ROMs out there. There's some weird ones too. But I'm not gonna yeah. get into that. We're gonna get yeah. into your number three game. Uh, number three. Oh gosh, probably um, probably Black. I like Pokemon Black. I I, I really. Um, like Unova, a lot of people didn't, but I, I really like that they added essentially a whole new generation for the first time <laughs> since uh, Gen 3. Gen 4 only added really like 100 Pokemon, if that, like 90-something, 104, and they also Ooh, took the starters. starters. Previous. Gen 5 was, uh, that would be Snivy, 
Tepe, and Oshawa. And I love Snivy. Snivy was my go-to, and that one was was grass. So you're, you're just like you're just like a, a standing living Pokemon. Oh, he's a yeah, he's a Pokemon really encyclopedia. Like yeah, you, you I I can. I, I've done it before, uh, uh, those quizzes where you, like, name the 151 Pokemon, and I can usually complete those. There's obviously a couple that I Aren't do there forget. more? Aren't there more Pokemon? Oh. Well, I'm talking about the original one. The 100, first 151 you could name, but, uh, I mean, there's, like, what, over Jeez. a thousand now. Something like that. I don't remember the number, but... Yeah, yeah he said 800 was 1 to 7, and that's Gen 7. That's not including, that's not including 8... Nine, nine or I, I think we're talking eight and nine wow. so that would make I, I I'm thinking we're close to a thousand I think, I think we're, think we're in, in the a thousand you think, think so because shield had a bunch of new Pokemon and Violet and Scarlet introduced a bunch of new Pokemon so we are at a thousand fifteen I just looked it up a thousand I thought it was, I thought it was like a thousand five but uh yeah, yeah black black for me uh black and white are interchangeable but i i played black more just because i like retchy ram uh that's the legendary that you got from it but the story in that's really good uh you have n uh and team plasma and it's like a very like talk, talking about the you know the ethics of catching pokemon essentially that's what that one dealt, dealt with so yeah um number two for you ty Pokemon XD Guild Dark Horse. Yeah? Yeah. Just such a unique, different game. Like, just yeah. so different beyond any of the other Pokemon games. And I, I do want to give some love to, like, Pokemon Stadium and Pokemon Stadium 2 from, like, the Nintendo 64. Like, those were the opportunities for people to, like, battle each other in Pokemon and test their knowledge and stuff. So... But, but Pokemon, Pokemon XD, Gale of Dark Horse, Pokemon Coliseum, they both kind of had the same premise, just a little bit of a different storyline in each of them. And they were just fun because you were in this world that's already pre-made. So you like, I, I want to say, I'm probably wrong, but I want to say that XD, Gale of Darkness gave you an Eevee. Okay. That you were allowed to evolve into whatever you wanted. So you have to choose like Bitcoin, Espeon, Yellow, Flareon, Umbreon, Espeon. So the, the first five. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think Coliseum, you had Espeon and Umbreon out the gate, but they were very low level. Okay. So I think I don't remember it offhand because I haven't played it in such a long time. Yeah. But I have started to do a small playthrough where I kind of just like remembering, you know, the little stuff from the game, but yeah, that would be my number two. And like Charles, I would say like that type of game is something I think you would like because it's, you're, you're playing the character, you're playing through the story. You're not like, it's not a traditional Pokemon. Yeah. You're playing the story and you're playing it through just with Pokemon characters versus like, it, it's, it's. I would I say, say for anybody out there, there if you like the story-driven game, Pokemon XD and Pokemon Crossing yes. are games yes. that are good. Now, so getting the original copies are going to be very difficult because I think XD right now complete sells for like two hundred fifty dollars. About to say some of those games sell for a lot of money. Yeah, um, Pokemon Coliseum I think is. Uh, I want to say right around two hundred dollars. 
Jeez. That's complete, though. Like, loose, it's a little less, but that's still saying a lot. But anyway, that would be my number two. Okay. Uh, I mean, Charles Reese, just like me saying it, like, is that something that would pique your interest at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, any and all Pokemon at this point, I, I would definitely consider. I mean, I remember when they were saying that, like, Ruby and Emerald were coming out, like... Oh, my gosh, like, yeah, that was when I, we were in elementary. Yeah. Oh, yeah, or even like like Pearl. I've heard. I remember when they again, again, yeah, those, those are great games too. I would, I would highly recommend anything. Honestly, honestly Gen One through Gen like seven. Like if you're choosing one, you could choose any of those games. And yeah, I mean, even if you started with Gen Eight or Gen Nine, like yeah, that's so fine too. There's no wrong starting point. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I I agree. And even like if you're only experiencing Pokemon, for some people, like uh, the, the uh, creator I mentioned before, Pokemon Milo, uh, his introduction was Pokemon Go. Like, like that's all he's really played. He did. He has played like uh, on his channel. He's played uh, Violet and Scarlet. But that's I mean, that's his first games really that he's played. Number two. Number two for me is Pokemon Platinum. Uh, Gen 4. Uh, I did like Pearl. That's when I got my brother got Diamond. Uh, but the thing about uh, Gen 4 was you got to go to the alternate dimension. Uh, that's where you caught your Giratina. Um, you got to both get, I believe, the Alka and Palkia. Uh, and I just, I, I love the starters in that so much. Uh, again, Piplup was my chosen. I really love uh, Star Raptor in that. Uh, I, I loved the locations. I loved how it had, you know, different weather. So, like, I believe it's Snow Point City has the snow. And then there's the desert region as well. There's the swamp region with, I believe it's, it starts with P City. Yeah, I don't remember it offhand. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, it's going to come to me. It's a great, it's a great, those generations are great games. But, yeah, I mean, all games have their flaws in everybody else's minds, but, like, collectively, I think a lot of Platinum games are very Well, and what I did like after Platinum was after you beat the Elite Four and the Champion, there was still um, this island up there where you caught Heatran, and it had the Battle Tower, and... I thought it was called Battle Tower. Or am I thinking of it? I'm probably I'm not thinking of a different one, but it, it, it you, you took a fairy up to it, so. But yeah, and and there was also um, what was it? Uh, if you got the DS action replay, that's how you got uh, Cresselia and Darkrai because you uh like yeah you activated this like story. Yes, that's also how you got Shannon too. Was. That's all right. Uh, and number one now, Ty. It's, least, one. it's the screen because I 100% of that game. And I yeah. loved it. It was a great time. I wasn't trying to get perfect IV Pokemon. I just wanted a full, complete Pokedex with all the Pokemon. I had beat every single trainer in the game. I had beat yeah. the Elite Four. I had gone through... I, I don't remember if they had a battle. I remember there was some battling thing you could do. Um... But I did but everything that I could possibly, possibly do in the game. And I remember, I remember doing that. Doing and I was like, I've accomplished everything I wanted to. to. I didn't I shiny hunt, hunt because people were like, yeah, oh, you know, now you got to catch all the shinies. It's like, no, you don't have to. That's good. That's a pure 100%. That is a lot to do. And Talia, it's all the degree. I mean, you could do it breeding. Like, you could do the breeding option versus, like, doing it, like, live catch. Yeah, and it's like... 
you know, yeah. but for but me, for Leaf Green, Green is, is always, always going to be my favorite because it holds a very special place in my heart because of my first 100% solution in the game. No, that makes sense. Of a Pokemon game. It's not my first 100%. And it was the first ever remake, too. And it's what, again, brought it to our generation because we were born after the fact. Yep. You know, we're, we're technically, you know, Gen Z, so... Go ahead. Go ahead. That? Close this out, Sonny. Number, number one is Pokemon Heart Gold. Yep. Heart Gold. So, so that's the one that had Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. which was Charles, Charles, interesting fact. So, the little, what what is it called that, like, it tracks your steps? Mm -hmm. uh, I don't remember the pedometer. Yeah, pedometer. They tested, they tested it with other high quality pedometers. And it was and it the was most accurate. The Pokemon was yeah. the yeah. most accurate pedometer. Of all, like a, they like tested six IRL, yeah, IRL yeah. pedometer. They had, they had 16, 16, I think 15, I think 15 or 16 or something like that. And they tested they them all to see how accurately they could track steps. And the Pokemon one tracked it the best out of all the pedometers. That's wild. For which game? Pokemon, Pokemon, Heart Gold, and Soul Silver. What, what um, console was that? So it was on DS. So basically, what you could do with the little Pokemon Walker, you could link your Pokemon to it and you could walk. Have it in your pocket, and they would pick up. They would pick up yeah, valuable items, and then you could go and sell them, or you could use them. You know, I have one of those. It was really cool. It was a really cool concept. It's like I, I almost say that was kind of the birthplace of Pokemon Go. It might have been like a spark for an idea, uh, but what I really loved. So Heart Gold was a remake of Gold again before our time. Yeah. We were, I think, like two, three when it came out. Uh, but what I loved about that was your Pokemon, you could bring out a Pokemon to walk with you. Uh, and then uh, after you completed the Elite Four and the Champion, you finished the Johto region, and then you got to go to the Kanto region, and you had a whole new other house. It was essentially another game. Um, and I, I just really loved that aspect. I loved how it was two different regions right next to each other, and then uh, I just had a specific memory of going to GameStop because that is how you got Celebi in the game. You went to GameStop for a special event. I was that fucking nerd. My dad took me. Thank you, Dad, for taking me to get my Celebi. Do you still have it? I sold my Nintendo DS and games a long, long time ago. So the answer is yes. No. So basically, you screwed over your dad by selling the game. Hold on, my dad. Yeah, because he drove you all the way out there. That's cost gas money to drive you out there to get that Celebi, and then you're just gonna sell it. It was a five-minute drive to GameStop. I don't think my dad wanted to stand back driving me there. Well, anyway, that was that was fun talking about Pokemon. I I thoroughly enjoy Pokemon. Charles, I hope you get an opportunity to play more Pokemon games. Yeah, there's plenty of ways to do it. Yeah, I mean. Learning more about your guys' experiences with it definitely is like, oh wow, maybe I definitely missed something about childhood. Well, no. I didn't think you missed out. I, I ended up <laughs> wow, Connor, being the biggest Pokemon fan, you're gonna be like, oh, you didn't miss out. No, because what I was gonna say is, if you still wanted to, Pokemon Go is still a game you could pick up today. That's the free version, yeah. and, and it's free. To me, honestly, if I was to get anyone into Pokemon, it would be that. To introduce, um, to introduce them. Uh, just because it's on your phone, you can play at your leisure. Literally, I've played it five minutes today. Like, 
and, and that's, that's it. it. I, I opened it. And at other, and at other times, you played it for 10 hours. It, exactly. But I, I would, but just to, you know, wrap it all in a bow, the, the thing that I think I love about Pokemon is it's cross-generational, it's cross-nationality. It, 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 it's one of those things that has brought so many people together and it's brought people in my life that I would not have met otherwise. Like, I have friends now in the UK because it's international. It's international. Yeah. So. Thank you guys for hanging out with us and talking Pokemon. Let us know what your favorite games are. Let us know what Pokemon are your favorite, generation-wise, starters-wise, legendaries, all that good stuff. Come hang out with us in the Discord. Come hang out with us on Instagram. We have an Instagram page. It's live and up. We've made posts about it. Come, come, come follow and hang out. Send us messages about, you know, your favorite Pokemon stuff. Come comment and you know, just come just hang out with us, with us, you know, Geek Freaks Discord, and, and just come and have fun with us. Absolutely. And please uh, leave a five-star review. Let us know, uh, you know, what we think of the podcast. And, yeah, we just appreciate you all for listening. And, yeah, I'm just excited that we're recording in the room for the first time with each other. It's it's kind of weird, but I also, it, it's it's nice to actually be in the room with you guys because it's been a few. Connor, stop yeah. touching my feet. I literally you're sitting. I, I'm gonna take a picture. <laughs> you're gonna put it on the Instagram and be like, guys, I didn't touch your speech. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Come hang out with us, and we'll see you. T- and I'm, we'll see you. Well, out. I just lost. Oh, my brain just like over. Yep. My brain just. Catch you guys on the next episode. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next one. Come on.